Wow. Hey, hey. Hey. I'm Kirk Klinger. I'm Alan Barber. Hey. Ooh. Oh, the spooky ghost the is necro- still here. The necromancer failed, you guys. Yep. We didn't pay him enough. He was actually asking for crypto, and uh, we just had real money. And this time we're just. But how gonna... how real is money though? I mean, literally yeah, the government real... it, the government is just like this piece of paper has this value. It only costs one money. What kind of podcast are we now? Hey, speaking of Uh-oh. things that aren't real, I did lie last week. Oh. Uh, I'm not a ghost. I'm a real human boy, and Wait. my name's Patrick Daly. <laughs> a real human boy, <laughs> not even a human man. Just I'm a human boy with a why, beard. Why did you lie to us like that? I totally thought you were a ghost. I just always wanted to be a I'm ghost. I'm just trying to figure out how you pulled off the whole transparent thing. Yeah, that was pretty good. I don't know. I'm a little pissed off now because I've been lied to. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Wow. I mean, 30 yeah, seconds I, into the podcast, I'm tr- already, trust, already dropping an F-bomb. Yeah, this trust is going to be a really uh, intense podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the way we're all looking at each other, it's like a gunfight. Mexican standoff. Can you say that? Can you say that? If you can't say that, I apologize. An Oregonian standoff. There we go. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, hey, you're listening to You Never Heard This. Yes, could you, you tell? <laughs> could you tell this is the second episode? <laughs> Just could you tell by our general energy that this was the podcast you were listening to? Because uh, you were probably trying to listen to, like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, This American Life by mistake. And, uh, <laughs> if you were looking for This American Life, you are way off. Yep. You're in for way more fun. Sorry, friend. <laughs> way more fun. <laughs> Screw you, Ira Glass. Oh. Anyway. Do you think Ira listens? No. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Like the one person that, like famous person that listens is Ira, Ira oh, Glass. Oh, guys. <laughs> well, why, why would you do that? Our best friend from last week does listen. Israel. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, Israel sure. definitely for listens. For sure. Yeah. We don't have to talk about it because we know. Of course. Yeah, of course. absolutely. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's a double dose of Patrick today. Well, We're, for us. No. Well, for, I guess, for them too. For two weeks, yeah. But Come on now. Yeah, no, but you said today, so it wouldn't be today for... Th- I meant today is, is a oh, double, a double dose, dose of Patrick. Now I got you. My, my syntax bad. was my in bad. reverse. My no, bad. my bad, Kirk. <gasps> okay, you're bad. Anyway, uh, he brought us the album this time, and it was one that I was familiar with as well but kirk uh as far as i know had never heard it before so well what you're drinking uh <laughs> dang it <laughs> every time i'm drinking more flying it's funny embers. that sometimes you're more on it and sometimes i'm more on it and we both put the moron in moron yes it. we do <laughs> uh, i'm drinking the uh guava jalapeno flavored hard seltzer by flying embers uh still still drinking that, that sounds interesting yeah, yeah. Is, it, is there any spice to it? No. Is this just part of your flavor. New Year's resolution? No, I just, like I said last time, just got some samples from the rep at work, and I was like, sweet, I don't have to buy beer for the podcast this yeah, week. That's nice. Even though we're going to go get some beer after this. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> What do you got, Patrick? Uh, I have this uh, hazy Northeast IPA called Fuzz, and it's from Structures <laughs> Brewing oh, I've had that one, in yeah. Bellingham, yeah. one of the best breweries in washington yeah they are good that is where israel and uh ryan started their bike tour was from Melly, last week from, yeah those from guys. last week those guys <laughs> we you just remember our best friend can't. and his best friend we oh just, yeah yeah first name basis we can't stop talking about them. nope can't stop <laughs> well are you drinking anything kurt oh i've got the same thing because i bought a four pack so i've Boring. got the reach break soul but yeah. you had another an another empty over there that you had last Oh no that's so. from like some other time. Oh. I need to clean this room. Gross. My bad. Theater <laughs> of the mind. Let's really paint it for them. Yep. Uh, there's also like a Santa on the table that should should be put away now. For sure. For sure, for sure. No, I think we should keep him around. Okay. Anyway, uh what'd you bring to Kirk, Patrick? Meta Modern Sounds and Country Music by Sturgill Simpson. I've never heard this. You never heard this? One and a two and a one, two, three, four. Hey man, there's this band I love and I know you love them too. But you're just shaking your head like you haven't got a clue. What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea. 
start a podcast and talk about it while sipping on a beer. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You are really what? not giving me any editing time in between oh. that phrase and the noise we use to come back in from the intro. I uh, I always forget about that. I believe in you. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Every told, time you're just like, no, I'm I'm pressing it. I told you I got that itchy trigger finger, trigger finger, <laughs> itchy trigger finger. We're cutting you off, sir. We're cutting you off. Oh my god. Oh, so man. no, I have not heard this album, but I was familiar with Sturgill, Sound uh, and Fury, Sound and Fury. Yeah. I watched on Netflix and I did enjoy it. Um, but it's just not my genre. No, no, no. I'm just I enjoyed kidding. it. Uh, so I did know. Like what I was getting into for the most part. Sure. So you lied to us, is what you're saying? Um, a little bit. All I, right. I All mean, right. Yes, I. I That's fe- fair. At, when I first saw it, I could have said, "Hey, I am aware of Sturgill," but I didn't, just because Sound and Fury was the only one I had listened to. Okay. And I wanted to explore him a little more. Yeah. So. Sure. Sweet. Sure. Well, let's explore him a little more by starting with his. Bio. Well, it was definitely a Cliff Notes version. Uh, so he was born John Sturgill Simpson. He's a couple months older than me. Wow. Yeah. He's a couple months older than Kirk. So yeah. uh, what does that make him? Like 18? Uh-huh. Like yeah. really young guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, really very young. young. Uh, very so young, he was yes. born in Jackson, Kentucky. <laughs> um, so Sturgill is actually his paternal grandmother's maiden name. I chuckled a little because I accidentally wrote grandfather's maiden name. Oh, but uh, yeah. uh, his grandmother's maiden name. Uh, he's an only child. Uh, he said he barely graduated uh-huh. from high school, and he joined so the he Navy. Not a good, not a good student. At all. No, he joined the Navy. He was in for three years, lived in Japan for a little while, moved to Everett, Washington. He waited tables at an IHOP there. And then he moved to Kentucky, uh, moved back to Kentucky, I should say, um, lived in Portland for a little while. He formed yes. uh, Sunday Valley in 2004, played Pickathon, moved to Nashville the first time and said that uh, he didn't have the foggiest notion how to pedal music. It was a total bust. <laughs> um, he managed a rail freight shipping yard in Salt Lake City. And then his wife and his friends inc- really encouraged his songwriting, returned to Sunday Valley, but they disbanded in 2012, and um, he and his wife moved back to Nashville. Uh, he released a fantastic album in 2013 called High Top Mountain. Um, it was self-funded and self-released, uh, and then Meta Modern Sounds and Country Music was released on May 13th of 2014. Produced by Dave Cobb, who produced uh, High Top Mountain. Uh, he's produced albums for Chris Stapleton, Lady Gaga, and Houndmouth, who we talked about yes. a couple weeks ago. Also, um, Jason Isbell and John Prine. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. he's an amazing country artist in his own right. Well, yes. he's, he's on this album. Yes. I saw. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, some good shit. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the uh, album title is Play on a Ray Charles album called modern sounds in country and western music yes yeah yes. and uh who do we have introducing the album what's his name it's dude dude yeah fraley? dude fraley dude. he's uh he's in the master, album credits as the master, master of ceremonies, ceremonies. Yes, i so. like that incredible uh let's uh w- w- oh, you look like you got something to say there, i do you? yeah one of the things that i wanted to cycle back and say about his upbringing that we have to mention before we get into this is that his dad was a cop. Oh, yeah. His dad was a cop, and he started doing acid in high school. (laughs) Oh, like selling drugs as a teenager. And doing drugs. And uh, so I think that's a really important thing to know. Yeah, I did kind of skip over that. Going into this is that... uh, yeah, this uh, this guy knows a thing or two about psychedelics. Oh yes, just he a thing does. or two, and that comes up in the music. Yes, it does for sure. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's let speaking of let's let dude Fraley uh, bring us into this album yes. with a uh, track number one. It's called Turtles All the Way Down. Introducing better modern sound and country music. It's starting to sound like Kirk a little bit. Matter modern. <laughs> I've seen Jesus play with flames in the lake of fire. I was standing there. Met the devil in Seattle. Spent nine months inside the lines. 
Met Booty yet another time Showed me a glowing light within But I swear that God was there Every time I closed the eyes of my best friend Since my son, it's all been done Someday gonna wake up old and gray Right out of the gate, I was like, oh, I see where we're going. This is old country. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like the recording style, that mm-hmm. kind of... That reverb on the, the vocals. High, like a lot of reverb. On everything, really. Uh, kind of a low fidelity, like just... It his, sounds like it was recorded in the late his, 60s. His, his, quali- his style of singing. Yes. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's... Outlaw country, uh-huh. 100%. Yes. Well, and he opened up for Merle Haggard. I yeah, mean, sure. he's he's played with these guys. Yeah. You know, Merle Haggard, Waylon Jennings, you know, all these all these guys. Uh, so in his NPR concert, Sturgill says, most people don't get what the song is about. He just says, it's about drugs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, after he plays the song, he has a story about his friend asking him about DMT and if he's ever tried it, possibly hinting at the origins of this song's inspiration. Mm. But he also has a, a little quote. He said... Uh, he had been, um, you know, doing some heady reading. So French philosopher and Jesuit priest Pierre Teilhard de Chardin's The Phenomenon of Man, Ralph Waldo Emerson's Nature, and hallucinogen expert Dick, <laughs> Dr. Rick Strassman's The Spirit Molecule, <laughs> and a little push from yeah. his wife, uh-huh. uh, who said, you're probably yeah. going to drive yourself <laughs> crazy, but you're definitely driving me crazy, so yeah. maybe you should get this out of your system and write some songs about it. And I thought, that's a, a great, great idea. idea. Relatable. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Relatable. So I just think to have a country artist speak about psychedelics so openly and Mm -hmm. is just refreshing because country music as a rule tends to be pretty conservative in the things that are sung about Mm -hmm. at least modern country i should say other than like getting drunk you know know, tailgates and women with bikinis on in the cool light yeah that just, I just, there we go. Well, I there just we, made a modern country yeah, song. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Man. Drinking that cool's light. Yep. On my tailgate. Cashing those Gonna royalty make tricks. A bonfire and make some hot dogs. All right. <laughs> wow. When can we hear more? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I was thinking maybe, do y'all want to keep this going? Maybe we could just pause it, do some DMT, get back into the. Did you bring some? No, I didn't. Oh, no, no, man. I didn't. I'm sure we could find it. It'll in town. only take like 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> there are people in town. I'm sure we could ask. Oh, for sure. Oh, of course. Uh, I mean, I love that line. Some say you might go crazy, but then again, yeah. you might it might make, make you go s- sane. S- yeah. And um, so there's the part of the song where he sings marijuana, LSD, psilocybin, and DMT. Uh-huh. Uh, it just reminds me of uh, "Feel Good Hit of the Summer" by Queens of the Stone Age. Do you know that song? I don't think no. so. It is no. literally just Josh Ohm going. Nicotine, Valium, Vicodin, Marijuana, <laughs> Ecstasy, and Alcohol. And then the chorus is cocaine. <laughs> sure. sure. It's just like a, a list of all, all the drugs. drugs all the drugs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but he goes on from that to say LSD, psilocybin, DMT. They changed the way I see, but love's the only thing that ever saved my life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is the thesis statement of this album. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. Is, yeah. That, is that he's singing about these reptiles tearing you apart, <laughs> reptile aliens. But what it's really about is the love that he's found and the truth that he's found in all the crazy places he's been in his life, yeah. from Kentucky to Japan and mm-hmm. back to Kentucky. Yeah, and well, he even has he has a quote um, uh, uh, expounding on that a little bit. He said, and without saying one way or the other that I do believe or don't believe in this or that, or that I've found answers here or there, really the record's just about love. I guess all I was trying to say with the record is that we should just be nice to each other. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. Absolutely. But he, has, he is also acknowledging the role that the, his drugs 
have played in his life. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, he even kind of goes into it a little bit. He said, met the devil in Seattle. Yeah. So it's like, it's not just all like, oh, drugs are great. And they oh, made my no, life not better. at all. No, no, no. Some no. of those drugs made my life exactly. way worse. For yeah. sure. No, no, no. I'm not. Yeah. He's, uh, he's acknowledging what they've done for him, but also that, yeah, they're not always awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. They call it a trip for a reason. Yeah. As Bill Nighy oh, yeah. said in Love Actually, don't do drugs, kids. Uh, become a pop star and they give them to you for free. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Actually, I'm pretty sure he said, pretty sure he said don't buy drugs. That makes the quote make there more sense. There you go. Yeah. But sure. I kind of feel like if you... Kids, if you're doing drugs, you're going to end up in a life of sin. Oh, oh, there it is. Wow. There it is. Good oh, job. Well done. Well, things have been a little complicated. Quality life has got me down. Well, sex is cheap and the talk is overrated. And the boys and me still working on the sound. But a little happiness, a little love was all I wanted. Sure as hell thought I'd found it, but I was wrong. She left my heart feeling tawny, and my memories all haunted. But it's her I have to thank all my songs. Every day I'm smoking my brain hazy All I can do to keep from going crazy But the paranoia slowly creeping in Oh, I keep drinking myself silly On the way up this hell And I thank God for this here life of sin So uh, when asked about Life of Sin, Simpson told Rolling Stone, I'm not sure how much of that was the influence of the room or my own short attention span. I think it fleshed out a lot of my obsession with all the late 60s Marty mm-hmm. Robbins and Merle and the Strangers albums I love so much. Yep. And that definitely comes through oh my in God. the sound. Oh, yeah. 100%. Sounds like the yeah. best era in country music. I agree. Uh, I have a quote about this. Okay. Uh, Waylon Jennings' son, Shooter Jennings, there's a quote. Sturgill isn't imitating at all, and he sounds like my favorite era of my dad, the 70s, when he would sing quieter and more conversational. That's what struck me about Sturgill from day one and still does. Love that. Sturgill isn't imitating. He's not like putting on a sound. He is from a family of coal miners, (laughs) and he grew up in Kentucky. And this is his music. Yeah, He, he sounds that way because of his upbringing. Be and 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 those guys, Waylon and Merle, sound that way because of their upbringing. It's not him paying homage to this era no. or or imitating. You're you're and right. Could, it's it's just like this is the life I grew up in. In that he even says that he's like I grew up in East Kentucky where you didn't give a second thought to oh I wonder if I can make a living making music because everyone plays music where I'm from. Absolutely. Yeah, and I never once thought in listening to this that it was like oh he's paying homage or he's uh, you know being derivative in any way it was yeah just like yes he's he's making that sound but it's i mean because it's the only sound he knows yeah i mean it's 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 it's, right you said the the, that golden age of country mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah anyway yeah, and I think that's what kind of got me hooked on Sturgill Simpson was, oh, this is great because I already like the way this I already like the way this music sounds, and I really truly feel like I'm listening to someone who was around in the '70s that I just yes. never discovered yes. or heard of. Sure, you know, yeah, somebody Absolutely, somebody yeah. found some old yeah. masters yeah. or demos in a in a studio somewhere and, Abs- and yeah. decided to uh-huh. show them to the world. But no, he's you know he's two months older than you exactly. are. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, I, so that's one thing is, like I said, I was familiar from Sound of Fury, but that's also a, a visual, you know, mm. film. Yeah, Sturgill Simpson's music set to anime. Yes, yeah. which would, is 
but it was fun. Can really? we touch on that for a second? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I had yeah. no idea until today, like doing some background research. I didn't want to piss off any country fans on the internet. Uh, I didn't realize until today, I have had Netflix forever. Mm-hmm. It said there was an accompanying anime show for one of his albums. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and you hadn't seen it. I never oh. even knew it existed. I know it exists, but I haven't seen it either. So I think it just came up on my Netflix as like a suggested thing. And I had heard the name Sturgill Simpson. I was like, yeah, I love music and I love anime and put them together. In fact, I just saw on my like Facebook memories or whatever that my post I, I put up that said something like, um, I just watched... Sound and Fury on Netflix. If you like something like The Wall or yeah, Daft Punk's, uh, you know, uh, the, the five 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 five, uh, you know, thing that you'd like this. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is like that was more like I was I was I watched it once. It was the visual and the music, and I enjoyed it. So when this when you brought me this album, it was like yeah, no, I. I'd like to listen to the album or an album, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I was like, yeah, excited for this. Did you, Patrick, did you see that Sturgill released uh, two volume bluegrass albums uh, that were just bluegrass covers of his songs that he's already written? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Juanita and Dude, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. So good. I love it. It's just like, I'm going to do these covers, but they're my songs, and I'm going to do them as bluegrass instead of like oh, a 70s country. Crazy. We need more of this. Yep. Oh, I checked <laughs> that out. Well, you get a chance to because you've got Spotify. and you True. Know. You know what that means? What's that? I'm living the dream. Oh, look at you. So can we talk about the fact that this man has talked about God (laughs) in much deeper and more amazing ways than so many country artists who, uh, you know, talk about drinking beer and then get up at the Grammys and say, this is all for Jesus. (laughs) Right. This this like picture that he's painting of his spirituality is so interesting to Mm -hmm. me. Yeah, I love it. Uh, just amazing lyrics in that chorus uh, really gets you in the mindset of the narrator. It was like there ain't no point in get out of bed if you're not living the dream. But then he, <laughs> but then he says at the end of the chorus, I don't have to do a goddamn thing except wait around and or sit around and wait to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Buddhism. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's Buddhism, and, baby. And we're gonna talk about that a little bit more. Yep, because he is. Uh, yeah, he met Buddha. I read. He did indeed. Yeah. He also saw Jesus. In a lake of fire. Well, that was the drugs, I think. Well, <laughs> if you want to, you know, parse words. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> uh, well. I saw a, a great uh, little tidbit that someone had claimed that Sturgill is an atheist. That, you know, oh, he's I just did. very spiritual. I saw, yeah, I saw this quote. And yeah. his response was basically, I have a tattoo that says Jesus on my body. And so that's what I believe. <laughs> but, but I mean... Jesus is a tattoo. Leviticus says you're not supposed to mark your body. Woo! Ooh, look at you. 
Well, I guess uh, Sergio's going to keep on uh, living in sin. Yep, it's true. Patrick, he does like the life of sin. Patrick, did you know that you are the one who told me to listen to this album? You know, I. You told me that. You told me that. Uh, I was. I was so moved by that, Alan. Uh, not. Not to get too sappy on this podcast. <laughs> oh, jeez. I said I wasn't going to cry. No. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Alan, you told me. Oh, I, I said, hey, have you ever heard of Sturgill Simpson? And you said, yeah. You. You told me about him, and uh, it's. You know, I just want to say for a minute, this is why Alan is such a good friend. <laughs> is because I have so many friends where I'm like, I know this artist and I think you'd love them. Or like we hear a song somewhere. Because I remember that moment. Heard the song and I was like, and Alan's like, who is this? And I was like, you got to check him out. How many times in my life have I said to somebody like, you need to check out this band. You need to check out this band. Alan, every time will check out the band. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's true. Okay. And that's yeah, a true yeah, friend. Okay. That's yeah. a true friend. Well, okay. and you probably don't know this, but Kirk was there when you told me Whoa. to check out the album. Uh, when was but it this? was but it was before Kirk and I knew each other. Wow. Whoa. What? It was at the Watch House Mandolin Orange <laughs> <laughs> concert. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, as you you know, as you know from concerts, they'll play music over the PA in between oh, sets yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I heard uh, they were playing Sturgill Simpson's cover of In Bloom, oh, which yes. is off of his next album, The Sailor's this. Guide to Earth, oh, over okay. the PA. And I'm like, I, I didn't. I didn't hear what it was until like that build up at the end of the sure, song when I'm like, sure. oh shit, is this? And I look over at Patrick. I'm like, are you hearing this? Like, yeah, Sturgill Simpson. <laughs> You should check out nice. Meta Modern Sounds and Country Music. And I was like, all right, I will. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. So that is one like thing that I like about Spotify is when I am out, because my memory is shit. So if you are, you know, I feel like if I was at a concert and you're like, no, check out Sturgill Simpson, I'd get home and be like, crap. <laughs> I was supposed to check someone out, and I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. So now... Dills Pickleson? What yeah, was yeah, yeah, what? How yeah. am I supposed to Google remember it? That? And I'm like, no. Yeah. So now I know enough that I'm not going to remember. So I bring up my Spotify and plug it in. Yeah. And then like the next day I'm like, oh yeah, that band. I'm well, going to check them wow. out. And, and here's the crazier thing too, is that like that was at a point in Patrick and I's friendship where we saw each other maybe once every two years. And that was the like time in two years I had seen him. I had seen yeah. him for like a couple years before that. And uh, the other thing I remember from that night is Chelsea and I bought Mandolin Orange's This Side of Jordan on vinyl, which came with a CD. You bought the other, gosh, I can't remember the name of the album, but you were like, yeah, I don't need the CD. Do you want it? And you just gave me the CD out of it. So I had a couple CD because at the time I just had, I was driving a Jeep Grand Cherokee that didn't have uh, a (laughs) tape. That's a good car. That car Uh, raised me. We were listening to CDs in that car. And so... We listen to a lot of mandolin orange in my Jeep. Oh, so. nice. love to hear it. Yeah, oh, so good, so good. Or Watch House. Or yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know why up. they did that. I don't either. But mandolin orange is fine. I haven't listened to any Watch House since they changed their name. No, I haven't. You know, yeah. I think the reason is that they don't want to be associated with a single instrument, and they kind of want to branch oh. out a little bit. Yeah, right. And they're like, like, and they're like, what's the deal with citrus? Like, yeah. Yeah, okay, and if I said if right. I said, "Hey, listen to my music. It's called Piano Man, not Billy Joel, <laughs> or whatever his name is." Uh, <laughs> it's, it's Billy Joel. You, you uh, or oh my God, I'm really embarrassing myself. Obviously, not a song I like. But if I said Piano Man, then uh, I would have to play piano songs. And if I wanted to play non-piano songs. Everybody knows me as the piano man. You would think that, but there's that meme that was like, you know, for a song called Piano Man, the guy with a harmonica <laughs> won't shut the fuck up. So. That's true. <laughs> Great point. Great right? point. So uh, guess what, guys? We're only three tracks yeah. into this <laughs> album, so we right, should right, probably go, move yeah. on to track number four. They're getting tired of hearing these uh, voices. There's a voice that I can hear sometimes out here on the mountain when it's dark and the sky's falling acid. And the memories like cold dust in the window of my house. So ask them no more questions, they can't sell you no more lies. I hear voices all around me inside, teased depression. Over and over, they recite their first impression. 
Let the rivers all cry. The ocean cannot speak until waters crash into uncharted shores. So dark and bleak. Seems they're always talking, but they ain't got much to say. Well, a picture's worth a thousand words, but a word ain't worth a dime. We all know they'll go on talking till in time. So I don't know what you would call this, like songwriting or or literary device, but he uses opposites a lot. Yes, he does. He really does. So that line, a picture's worth a thousand words, but a word ain't worth a dime. Like it's very effective. way to write lyrics and I really enjoy it and I any other type of device like that I would be like oh they use that way too much but I don't know sure. he, he he knows exactly when to yes oh 100% you yeah. know it, it reminds Agreed. you know and I love I love like any artist that'll use those like you know if if I had to pick another country artist it would be Garth Brooks like I'm I'm much too young to feel this damn old <laughs> yeah I see what you're saying you yeah know? sure uh-huh. yeah yeah and I think country music can do that in a way that other genres can't yeah you're like hey tell Absolutely. me the way it is preach to me your little proverbs Right, but if, uh, you know, if, uh, for example, I don't know, like funk rock got a little too preachy, I'd just turn it off. <laughs> right, <laughs> yep. I'm trying to dance. That, no, that's totally true. That's totally true. Know your audience. <laughs> for sure. And if your audience is chanting, let's go, Brandon, you should get out of there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That got Patrick. But no, you're not wrong. Yeah. God. If whatever. your audience is chanting that and standing together, that would be a long <laughs> white ah! line. Did you well before did you hear about it? Uh... Oh, he, he nailed <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Trying to hit that right. goalpost. Uh, you, you nailed it. He nailed we'll it. listen to this song and then I'll get into Kid Rock's new song. I'll read you some oh, lyrics from it. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> I'm gonna. So he said long white line if you didn't hear it. <laughs> I won't be round this old town It more for a long, long time Don't get the roads I'm looking for the end of that long white line Gonna hit the roads I'm looking for the end of that long white line well, I woke up my baby was gone heard this song because I had already picked up on previous songs that he talked about drugs I was like oh this song is definitely about cocaine Coke, yeah. fascinating and I didn't yeah. go there at all really well yeah, I definitely did too yeah I, and then I read about it and I was like whoa I am yeah very very wrong but it's, uh, it's a cover yeah it's a cover by yeah. uh, Buford Abner and the Swanee River Boys Swanee River Boys um, this song reminds me of my dad because he was a long haul truck driver. There you go. And uh, I don't know. It's I was brought up on music that sounds like this because of my father. So and I my and I don't know after eighty plus episodes if I brought this up on the podcast, but my grandfather was a musician in the country and western bands, 
And uh, for a long, or for a few years, he had the only country and western band north of the Yukon River in Alaska. What? Wow. Moved there wow. in the 70s to help build the pipeline. And at that time, it was expensive for big artists to, you know, have their whole band travel to to Alaska. So they would get my grandfather's band to be their backing band. So my grandfather played with Little Jimmy Dickens and Jerry Lee Lewis and, you know, all of these big artists. And at one point before they got to be who they are now as we know them now George Jones and Willie Nelson were on tour together and asked my grandfather to be in their band incredible and he turned him down because at that time he had a couple of kids I don't know if my mom was born yet but uh, he's like I can't leave I can't leave my kids so yeah so uh, this not only does this type of music remind me of my dad it reminds me of my grandpa too I love that yeah Yeah. there's such a thing in old country of Trucking and truckers. Uh-huh. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love well, it. You, uh, Sturgill said something really fascinating about this. Did, did you all read that? I, I saw the quote. I don't have it. Yeah, but. so basically what, what Sturgill said about this song is that country music is all about trucks and rarely about trucking. And, it's true. And driving a truck as a job is completely different today than driving a truck because driving a truck today is luxury. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. People who drive trucks often uh, aren't actually doing much with it. No, it's true. Exactly. And uh-huh. uh, people who drive trucks for a living, it's uh, it's working class. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, country music's kind of gotten away from working yeah. class. hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yes, it has. N- aforementioned grandfather did the did the same thing. He was a truck driver as well. So yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. I've actually got pictures I could show you on my phone off mic of him in his truck, and it's just it doesn't nice. look comfortable. <laughs> It's a lot of wood paneling. Oh, I'm sure it is. Um, Did he ever find the end of that long white line? Maybe. I don't know. Um, you guys ready to hear some lyrics from We the People by Kid Rock? Oh, I'll never God. be ready. Uh, we the people and all we do reserve the right to scream, fuck you. <laughs> Wear your mask. Take your pills. Now a whole generation's mentally ill. Man, fuck Fauci. Oh, come on. But COVID's near. It's coming to town. We got to act quick. Shut our borders down. Joe (laughs) Biden does. The media embraces. Big Don does it. And they call him racist. We the people. And then in parentheses, ooh, let's go, Brandon. We the people. Ooh, let's go, Brandon. We the people. (laughs) Yikes. Man, he's speaking for all of us. Yeah, he is. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, you, you think he worked really hard on those lyrics? So oh, hard. Yeah. Like a like so a 13-year-old. Yeah. You think yeah. he, like, consulted a ghostwriter, like, oh, talked to a poet? God. Or oh. how do you think he came up with that? Oh, I don't know, but I'm afraid to find out. <laughs> and with that, we're about halfway through the yes, album, we so uh, yes, we should we take a break. Oh, my God. Oh man, go listen yeah. to We the People by Kid After Rock. that I need a break. That yes, is I this do. generation's courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue by Toby Keith. Oh gross. Yes. Oh <laughs> gross, gross, gross. All right. Oh God. On that note, <laughs> we'll be right. back. Howdy, podcast listeners. I'm Trevor T. Trujillo. And I'm Matt Foster, and together we co-host the Nighthawks Podcast, a movie-centric podcast that covers just about everything. Big films. Citizen Kane, Casablanca, The Avengers, Star Wars. The films that aren't as big on budget, but we still love. Found Footage 3D, The Big Lebowski. Not to mention films from distant shores. Lone Wolf and Cub, Dearest Sister. Plus, we have some great guests like Alamo Drafthouse founder Tim Lee. Episode 7. Dr. Strange writer C. Robert Cargill. Episode 100. Director Stephen DiGennaro. Episode 53, Episode 100. Or you can listen to any of the over 120 other episodes we have on deck for you. Instant classics. Find us on all good podcatchers. Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Audible, Spotify. Or at our website, nighthawkspodcast.com. Join our cult. Probably not a real cult. It's a real cult. Oh, wow, that was... Oh, my God. We, no one, like, stepped up to the plate. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey, we're back. Oh, oh man. <laughs> well, I'm used to you going, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brother. Brother. Anyway, we are back, and I am so excited for this next song. I knew you would be. <laughs> Did you? You little 80s boy. You know me. Yeah. This is, oh my God. This is, uh, all right, we're, we're into the, the last half of the show. We are. Oh my God. I am just through the roof on this album. 
I Good. adore it. Well, and, and here's the thing. Patrick and I were already familiar with it, which means we're probably going to default the playlist pick to you, and I have a feeling... I have a feeling this is going to be the one, but uh, we'll Maybe. see. You might we'll surprise see. us at the end of the episode here, but let's get get into it. What so is this, it, Kirk? This is another another cover by yeah. When in Rome, and this is The Promise. You. Don't look to strangers You know you I'll always be there When you're in doubt When you're in danger Take a look all around And I'll be there I'm sorry but I'm just thinking of the right words to say I know they don't sound the way they meant to be If you wait around I'll make you I promise, I promise you I will. I brought you this delicious Holy bass. Yeah. <laughs> yes, That's yes. how I know this song. Yeah. Because I was not alive in the 80s. I'm very young and hot. <laughs> I, uh, hot take. Very, wow. yeah. I'm just saying, if you're picturing me right now, I'm hotter in person. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, a, a hotter, younger Brad Pitt. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Uh, Fight Club, but hotter. Yeah, and uh, hmm. and I wasn't alive in the '80s, so the only context I have keep saying that. Keep, I, just keep saying <laughs> the only context I have. Piss two for this of, song. Piss two thirds of the people in this room off. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to get Gen Z in here, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, the only context I have for this song is. Napoleon of course, Dallas. Oh, of yes. course. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love uh, <laughs> I love what Sturgill has to say about the song. He said, I believe it's one of about 3,000 brilliant compositions from the 80s that got lost in production. I always thought the lyrics to The Promise made for a very beautiful, sweet love song and decided I'd like to lay down a somewhat country-politan version. Yes. So I'm, gonna, I'm going to disagree with him a little bit in that, because I am such a fan of the of 80s music, that the 80s were just a just a generation of overproduction. Like, that was just kind of part of it. Absolutely. And, yes, I, I understand, like, this version of this song is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely wonderful. When, I, when it came into my headphones, the first time I listened, I was on a walk, and it sounds so different that I didn't know it was, you know, the promise. I didn't look, you know, I just listened to the album. Same. And I was like, oh, it's this is the When in Rome song. And I was like, this is great. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like... That's how I felt about the In Bloom cover. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And it's like, yes, his cover is fucking great, but I, I love the original too. And is it overproduced? Probably. Is every song in the 80s overproduced? Sure. Probably. I, another, another song that... I could think of from the 80s that is lost in production is basically any song off of uh, Songs from the Big Chair by Tears for Fears. But see, that's <laughs> like, so good, though. The, the, the overproduction is what makes it, you know, it gives it that sound, but the lyrics are fantastic. I, I, sure. And that can get lost in I the mean, overproduction. Okay, I could see Which that. is what I think Sturgill Simpson is trying yes, to say. Yes, and that is what, yeah. yes. No, you're right. I'm just saying that I like, I guess I like that overproduced 80s sound. Is Well, yeah. Totally. Is what I, yeah. Well, it's because it was the sound of your childhood. Sure. Yeah. I mean, not really. 
<laughs> I wasn't really listening. That wasn't the music I was listening oh, to. Oh, yeah, I guess you were listening 80s. to what your parents were listening yeah. to. Yeah, but... and especially in the 80s, I was a very little kid, so yeah. I wasn't really listening to music yet. Uh, yeah. Before we get too much further into the album, I need to clarify some information we said earlier. Uh, Sturgill Simpson's new, uh, those bluegrass yeah. uh, albums, it's not the dude in Juanita. Uh, volume 1 and Volume 2, they're both called Cut and Grass. Oh. oh, so it's uh, yes. literally the album covers a picture of him sitting on a riding lawnmower. Yes. <laughs> oh, so. and okay. I also think that we might have to clarify. I don't think he did spend time in Portland. I think he'd played. A oh, show. yes, that's right. He played. He just played Pickathon yeah. in Portland. But I don't it, think yeah. his band was from Portland. Anything else we got to clarify? Before um, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I don't uh, one, think so. once again, Patrick's not actually dead. Yeah, I'm not actually dead. That He lied uh, to us. Yeah, and... fact check. Alive, but he and hot. He is very much so a hot, hot, a hot person. Yeah. So as a hot person, can I say something about that last song and yeah. covers? Yeah. As an amateur uh, music critic, I have a rule about <laughs> covers. What's that? And my rule is Uh-oh. that a cover has to be two things. Uh oh. It either has to be a really different from the original version, or b it has to be objectively better than the so, original So version. you've definitely listened to all our episodes. Because uh, <laughs> you are mirroring some of Basically our... the sentiments we have yeah. uh, put forth on our covers episodes. Well, I guess I missed a few. I guess I missed a few. Called oh, out. We thought out. Patrick was our super fan. Called okay. out. I guess there's a new number one fan that <laughs> needs Nancy, to step forward. Nancy has taken the I crown. think Nancy wow. has taken that. Wow. Yep. Yeah, so <laughs> so yes, all yes. this to say, I guess yes. we're all in agreement then. Yeah. That's what makes this cover so good is that not only is it entirely different, yes. but Sturgill takes it and he owns it and he oh, makes yeah. it his own rather than rather than just like playing the same instruments he, he, and yeah. trying to sing the song. Catches yes, you yeah. off guard with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Kirk found out. He's like, yeah, I didn't recognize it. No, not, not at the beginning. It was like, oh, you know, once I heard the lyrics, it was like, Oh, I know this song. And yep. yeah, it's so good. Yeah. So amazing. Yep. Speaking of, let's just go on. What's track number seven called? A Little Light. Through all these earthly trials of sorrow, through all these days of mortal sin, through all these eternal I no tomorrow. I'll stay on straight and never find a little out of the Got a little carried away. I almost forgot Oops, to start Um uh, Not going to lie to you guys. As soon as I heard this song, I was like, I want to play this, uh, the worship band that I lead in church. Uh, I definitely want to sing this in church someday. Yeah. You know, this is actually a cover, too, of uh, This Little Light of Mine, written by my preschool, uh, you know, nursery church lady. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she wrote This Little Light of Mine. I'll Wait. be damned. Yeah. See, wow. I'm too gullible. I'm just like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> really? The, uh, I'm going to let it shine. The, uh, just I, like I believed you were a fucking ghost. Damn it. Yeah. I I'm like so the, the, the lack of reverb on the vocals on this one. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was refreshing. And uh, it came at a point in the album where I almost could have thought the reverb's a little overused. But that's a fun, like... Like that would be so fun live. Yeah, so, you know, I love just, 
the, you know, like, the call and response, yeah, yeah, or, some gang vocals, yeah, like uh-huh. like Warp Tour style gang vocals. Uh, <laughs> or, that's sorry, definitely where he got it. When we yeah, were young, when we were young, yep. festival yeah. gang vocals. Oh jeez, <laughs> I can't yeah. afford those gang vocals. No, Fuck. I don't want to go no. to those gang vocals. God, I was so on board at first, and then I was like, mm, oh, y'all non, y- non-refundable tickets. I was like, y'all are making some real good points. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's better stuff to go to. I literally was like this close to buying tickets yep. for yep. for me and my sister in law who's turning 30, 30 this year. And then I was like, ooh. I how did talk they, to Chelsea about it. How are they gonna nah. like get all those bands to play in one day? Yeah. And now they're like, We're adding a third day. A third day. Yeah. I felt so bad because I was like, This is so dumb. No one should go. And then Chelsea was like, we were actually thinking about getting tickets for somebody. And and I was like, oh, well, you should still go if you want to. <laughs> I mean, I don't, mean it. don't not buy them because of me. But also, it seems a little sketchy. Oh, it for super sure. was. For sure. Super was. Uh, but you know what? You know what we need to do about that entire situation? Mm-hmm. Just let go. Woke up today and decided to kill my ego. It never done me no good, no how. Gonna break through and blast off to the bar door. Hitting them flyers of life far away from here and now. Taking a 49 divine day vacation From reality and all else in between Gonna transmigrate to my destination Far beyond time in a Just uh, what a time to be alive, guys. Eastern religious concepts sung in a Kentucky <laughs> accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this song makes me want to do drugs that I yeah, haven't done. Right? For sure. So a lot what, of... What haven't you done? So... so <laughs> oh, I mean, I am... I, we established I am a virgin who's never done drugs. Uh, and oh, wow. As a virgin who's never done drugs... So straight edge. I've read about this... <laughs> Is that part of straight edge? You're like, sorry, I can't sleep with you. I'm straight edge. Uh, But, uh, you know, I've read a lot about this uh, idea of ego death. Mm. This idea that uh, that's part of the psychedelic experience, right? Is that you... you move outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everything that... uh, Every part of you that you hold dear, that you you clench a little too tightly... Mm -hmm falls away and you're able to open yourself up to that love that Sturgill's talking mm-hmm. about. Like when you do ayahuasca, I was you, just going to say, you I barf and shit out. You just let it all out. All the bad <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, a lot of Buddhist uh, principles in that song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another uh, Patrick, well, I don't know if it was a direct recommendation, but I know you, uh, I remember you saying you had read the book Lincoln and the Bardo. So good. Mm. And he brought up Bardo. Yes. And I just read it last year. And I think I need to give it another pass because hmm. there was so much going on. Yeah. The author whose name escapes me right now. Um, George Saunders. Yes, George Saunders yeah. used the words bobbing engorged member so much <laughs> that it was yeah. very distracting because yeah. one of the ghosts in the graveyard <laughs> is naked <laughs> and erect. And, because uh, he died that way. Because he died that way. And like so, I am right now because Patrick's so freaking hot. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a ghost. <laughs> Whoa! But, uh, but I, I do need to give that book another pass because 
I don't know. It's just it, there was a lot going on. It was I wasn't expecting it to be written the way that it was written, and uh, so yeah. Yeah, I think that's valid. That book, it's you know, like kind of reminds me of uh, Miranda July. If anybody's read any of her books or seen her movies, so weird. You just have mm. to accept the weirdness going into it. And if you want a book that has more narrative then that's not really the book mm. to no. read. There's like no uh, narrative in that it's book. It's just weird and wild and kind of psychedelic as far as reading goes. But, um, I mean, you want to talk about that idea of the bardo? Mm, yeah, yeah. No, you should. You okay. go, go for it, yeah. Well, I'm going to butcher it. Um, but, I mean, basically the bardo is similar to like purgatory. Pur- yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. It's that in-between. You're not dead. You're not in heaven. You're not in hell. You're just kind of floating and waiting for the next thing. And... Um, and I love that as this idea of ego death, because you're not dead. You're not in hell with Jesus and Buddha, like that first song. You're not dead. You're not in hell. You're not tortured. But you're not really on this plane of existence either. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of floating in the ether. And I think that's a really beautiful concept. And that's why this uh, song makes me want to buy illegal drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, for the prepared and appropriately trained individuals, the bardo offers a state of great opportunity for liberation since transcendental insight may arise with the direct experience of reality, while for others it can become a place of danger as the karmically created hallucinations can impel one into a less than desirable rebirth. Wow. Holy cow. That's deep. Indeed. Wow. Good old genius. Genius. <laughs> Wow. Getting real deep on wow, this Wow, like a real deep. Like this we're guy, like going to get this suddenly stuck. got this suddenly got less fun. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is going to become the equivalent of when you're in the dorm room. Like, oh, you whoa, ever think yeah. about what it's going to be like when you die? Yeah. Oh, dude. All I gotta say is, after that conversation, this podcast it ain't all flowers. Oh, we are nailing it on those. Ah, loving it. So a couple things. Uh, NPR's Rachel Martin said uh, it's kind of like something you might hear at the end of a Beatles record. (laughs) This is interesting for all kinds of reasons. It kind of becomes a funk song Mm -hmm. just by the nature of playing it back that way. She's talking about the beginning of the song. And the end, right? Yeah, and the end. Uh, All of a sudden, there's this different kind of rhythm that the song is infused with. And then in reply, Sturgill explained that while he's been labeled a country artist, Mm -hmm. he has a multitude of influences that range from blues to funk. He said there's still so much room especially in country, to kind of break down some sonic doors and incorporate a lot of yeah. these things. Yeah. And unfortunately, while it can be done well, it can also be done really terribly, and I'm talking about Florida Georgia Line, oh, uh, bringing in some hip-hop. and. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm not familiar, and I'm feeling thankful for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I call it hip-hop. Oh. Oof. Or bro, bro country. But anyway, oh, this song's... Oh, yeah. 
Well, that was it. that was technically the last track. Oh, uh, you're but, right. I missed it. No, you're right. But you're right. the bonus track, There's track a bonus number track. ten, is so good that we are uh, we're gonna break from tradition and we're actually gonna cover it. Absolutely. So, uh, let's let's talk about Pan Bowl, shall we? You want to talk about it or you want to listen to it first? We're both. Duh. Oh, okay. Haven't you ever listened to this podcast before? No, first time here. First time. First listener. time caller. <laughs> oh, I want to try something with this song. Okay. As the temporary co-host. Okay. Do y'all know about the concept of hitting the goalpost? No. It's in the radio when they play the song and there's the intro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they say, you know, this is you never heard this podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us. And then cut out before the lyrics oh, come yeah. out. Oh, yeah. So the, the so DJ talk talks all the way up until. The... All right. Do you want to yeah. try it? No, no. I want one of you to try to hit the goalpost. Oh, God. I don't actually even remember if there's an intro in this song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus. Kirk, Way to pull it on this Kirk, one. Kirk, it's all on you now. Oh, God. Nose goes. Wait. Oh, oh, oh. I, look at me. I'm like playing two different instruments over here. All right. Okay. Hey, I really hope you've enjoyed. You've never heard this today. This I'll give you <laughs> Almost had it. Days you nailed it. On the way back to home, I'd sit down on the lake bed, stare at the sun. Then I'd walk out in the water, let it cleanse my soul. Spend my days up on quicksand There I would play Wild as a rattlesnake Right from the start I'd push off the stand Swing all day Well, she was the first girl Ever broke my heart Miss the days when this old life Straight from all this pain and strife All the sorrow it has brought i give anything to go All the way back to Panbow All the way back to the days when I was young Spend my summer It's a good one, wholesome Very wholesome yeah, I've, I'm, I'm getting my sentiments about hometown Simple. songs. I love them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. This is our first song. I mean, it's obviously the bonus track, but our first song that doesn't really talk about psychedelics or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's or why. I, that's why yeah. I wanted to talk sure. about it, just because it is just like a nice little just you know footnote. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, hitting the goalpost. Uh, so, <laughs> do, have you ever listened to Freedom? Uh, maybe one time. So it's Scott Ackerman, Paul mm -hmm. F. Tompkins, and Lauren Lapkus, and they're just shooting the shit the whole time. But they play a game at the end of every episode, and one of the games they play is basically that concept. They'll play a song for another person and see if they can do that. <laughs> but sometimes one of them is a real asshole and plays a song with a short intro like Pan Bowl oh, sure, just sure. to see if they can get it in there. And it's usually to Scott because he's usually the meanest one to sure, everybody. Sure. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's what it reminded me of. Hey, I'm just trying to keep you boys on your toes. No, you did. Episode, I almost like 82, right? Yeah, this will be Is 82. It? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So uh, trying to trying to keep you on your toes. Well, mm, you did the trick. Can't wait for 100. That'll be like a big. I mean, yeah, we should figure out what we're oh, going to we'll do. We'll do something that. fun for sure. Oh yeah, anyway. we do. Um, got some final thoughts, Kirk? What an amazing album. I this this is uh, I said this about a recent album. God, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Where my first listen was just like boom. Turnstile. It might have been Turnstile. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, basically from the first song mm -hmm. I was in. Yeah, this is uh, uh, the only reason I bring up Turnstile is because I had the same thoughts listening to this, you know, again, like getting sure. re getting into it, I yeah. guess. And that it just makes me excited about music that's getting made. Hmm. You I, know, it's just, yeah, it's just, I, it's, it's good. I, I, um, I got a little alliterative in my notes. I said introspective, innovative, and incredible. Oh, no, this. Like, yeah, when I first put it on, I went for a walk. Mm -hmm. and As you do. As I do. And the first song, I was just like, oh, this is like old country, the country I enjoy. Hmm. But he puts his own kind of like modern spin on it. Uh, Metamodern. Of course. Of course. Metamodern. I should have said that. But I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and each 
subsequent listen, I'm oh my god, it's so, like top to bottom, amazing. I love it. There's no tracks that I'm like, you know, I don't know. That might be the most final thoughts you've ever given oh, on an episode. I, I'm telling you, gushed, you no, man. no skips. I loved this you album. Gushed. I did too. Just I, I love it to death. This is going to be one I'm going to be listening to well, there's, a there's, lot. There's only one more thing we got to do. What are you going to put on the playlist, Kirk? Um, I'm going to I'm going to just because you guys said I would pick the cover. No, no, don't do it on no, our no, account. No, no, no. I will do uh Turtles All the Way Down. Cool. Cuz that was the one that really like that was the hook in my mouth. Yeah. It really yeah. was. Same. So, yeah. I mean, that's was, the one that got you on that long fish line. Yeah. I would say like if, you know, <laughs> you didn't even you didn't even pick up on it. That was my lame, my lame pun of long white line. (laughs) That long fish line. Yep. No, such a great album. Yeah, it was really good. Love it, love it, love it. Patrick, please uh, don't wait 10 months for us to invite you to be on our podcast again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) as long as you give me a chance to plug my projects. Of course, yeah. yeah. What do you got this time? Well, I need a theme song. Oh, uh, it's it's Patrick's plugs, uh, cutting some rugs, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on. Make sure to check out my podcast. It's called Trash Talk. We eat Taco Bell and we talk about drinking Rainiers and Miller High Life's and other trashy things. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a video podcast and it's usually around two and a half nice. hours long. Um, but I am very hot. So, so make sure you tune I, yes, in. And I've checked it out and you're so hot. And watching you eat that Taco Bell and, and drink those, you know, uh, like PBRs and Rainiers, yep. I'm like, two and a half hours is just not enough. It flies by. It flies <laughs> it by, It flies honestly. by so fast. And, you yeah. know, honestly, you're you're so hot on that podcast that oh, my my, thank you. my phone throws up the little notification that says my phone is getting too warm. Yes. And <laughs> oh, you're just burning your hand. Yeah. 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 So, no, I get it. So yeah. thanks for that. You owe Keep me a Keep a bag phone. of rice nearby. You owe me a new, That's for water, not for hotness. <laughs> well. Well. Oh, I don't know. All the rice I had, I just ate, so... <laughs> Um, you guys are awesome as well. Yes, thank you all. Uh, this has been a freaking blast. You know how to get a hold of us, right? Yeah, I think so. Email us, never heard pod, Facebook, never heard pod. Hey, DM you guys, me. you guys aren't going to Spotify and rating us stars, so you should do that. Do uh, just go to our podcast page on Spotify and uh, just underneath our little logo there is a, a star. You just click it. And you click, you click the amount of stars you think we deserve. <laughs> Only takes a few minutes out of your day. Really you means go. a lot to me specifically. Yeah, yeah just Patrick. Especially, yeah, especially Patrick. He wants to see that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're going to get out of here and go drink, drink more beer. beer. All right. Love you guys. Mm, bye. Bye.